Welcome to Pushing Forward with Alicia, a podcast that gives disability a voice. Each week, we will explore topics like confidence, ambition, resilience, and finding success against all odds. We are creating a collective community that believes that all things are possible for all people. Open hearts, clear paths, let's go. Welcome back to Pushing Forward with Alicia. I'm Alicia Anderson. Chelsea Hill is here with me. I'm so excited. She's the CEO and founder of the Rolettes, which is a Los Angeles-based wheelchair dance team that is committed to education, disability representation, and last but not least, female empowerment. I love it. You empower me every single day, Chelsea. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to chat with you. You are amazing. You're amazing too. What I love about you most is you're one of the most authentic, genuine women that's in my life. And I just love how selfless you are in sharing your story and opening those conversations up to other women and men, boys, girls, whoever, disability or not. Can we start with where it all began. Yeah. You know, I feel like I I talk about my story like a lot and I love always going back to the root of where it all started because it just reminds me of that little girl with all these hopes and dreams. I was born and raised in Monterey, California and graduated from Pacific Grove High School. I danced my entire life. I started at the age of three and started competing nationally and regionally when I was five. I knew at a very young age exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a dancer. I wanted to be a backup dancer. I wanted to move to Los Angeles. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. Fast forward to high school. I um, was a senior in high school and I was out at a party with friends. You know, I, I remember getting to the party and one of the other girls there was like, hey, like we live close to each other. Do you want to walk home after this? And I was like, yeah, perfect. I have work in the morning. Like, let's walk home. And one thing left led to another. There's like a long story behind that with like my ex-boyfriend and like reasons why I stayed. But my friend came down the uh, stairs and was like, hey, I'm leaving. Does anyone need a ride? And I looked at the time and I was like, oh, crap, I'm going to be late. My mom's going to kill me. Like, I'll just get a ride. I ran out to get shotgun and my ex-boyfriend ran out after me and was like, I get shotgun, you're sitting in the back. We broke up the night before. So long story with that, won't get into it. But um, we ended up dropping off that friend and I slid into the middle seat. Um, I knew the driver had been drinking. I just didn't know it. I just saw him having a red solo cup. So I didn't know if there was water in it. I didn't know if there was beer or if there what there was in what was in that cup. But I knew he had a drink, uh, which obviously shouldn't have got in the car, should have had a little bit more education around that, honestly. Um, But we ended up hitting a tree head on going about 35, 40 miles an hour. And my back snapped in half and I was paralyzed instantly. So I, I don't remember anything visually from the accident. I just remember waking up or I remember feeling different emotions. I remember feeling like I was stuck. I remember reaching up to try and grab someone. And it was my ex-boyfriend trying to like lift me out of the car. He, you know, instant bystander said that he dropped me. Um, So there was like a lot of things that, you know, happened in the accident. But when I got to the hospital, that's when they told me that I had a spinal cord injury. I had no idea what that was. Incredible. And so that instant shift in your life, what is that like? I mean, where do do we go from there? Yeah. Um, 
I'll be very honest. I, one, had no idea what a spinal cord injury was. I really thought that I was going to be that miracle that got up and walked out of the hospital. I did not understand. My brain could not, like, understand the fact that you could go from walking to then have an injury to then completely not be able to feel your legs at all or move them. And my brain could not like understand that. So I was like in, you know, good, okay spirits. I was like, obviously devastated, but I was in okay spirits because I was like, I'm gonna be that miracle. I'm gonna go to rehab because what I thought is you break a bone, you go to rehab and you go back to your normal life. There was nothing, no kind of education around disability or injury at all in my life. So I was, I was in shock and it really did not actually hit me until I went home. And that's when like, it really hit me hard, but a very pivotal moment I will say in the hospital was my dad. He was down in the rehab level. My dad walked in and he had a computer and he put it on my lap. He goes, I need you to watch this. And I was like, okay, like, what do you want me to watch? I'm sitting there. Can't feel my legs. I'm like, not in a good mood. And I'm watching this girl on YouTube dancing in her wheelchair. And I was like, well, this is cool. Who's this? Well, I would do that different. Oh, I like that. And my wheels started turning. And then I closed the laptop and I said, I was like, that's cool, but that's not me. Because I thought that I was going to be that miracle that gets up and walk and I go back to my normal life. But that moment, that little tiny piece of what my future could look like was so important to me because then my dad went home and he'd asked my high school coach was like, hey, if I bring a bunch of wheelchairs to the high school, can the dance team choreograph a wheelchair dance team for Chelsea? And that's exactly what they did. And that was the first moment in high school that I danced in my wheelchair with all my able body dance team, all in wheelchairs. That's re-sparked that, that fire that I thought was dead. That is incredible. I haven't heard that story yet. And your parents are so amazing. And like for our listeners, I've known Chelsea since, I mean, it was probably a year or two after your accident, you were young, you're still young, but you were young then. And your dad would bring you out to all these events that we were like conferences and trade shows and whatever. And I remember the very first time that I met you and you were so sweet and so hopeful. Even back then, you just like are this bright light. Thank you. It really is like what changed my whole life. Like I could have completely just close the curtains and been like, forget this. Like, I don't even want to try. But I was like, so determined to like that, that after performing that reignited that fire that I was hungry for that I was like, Ooh, I still got that same feeling that I did when I was walking. I didn't feel disabled. I didn't feel different. And that is what inspired me to kind of keep dancing. And I think that's such an important point for all of us to recognize whether we have a disability or not. Like we love what we love. And there's always a way to figure out how to be successful in it. How do you go from that young girl at high school dancing in a wheelchair for your first time with your team to the Rolettes? Can we talk a little bit about that? Yeah. You know, I have to say it's really crazy to see how the disability community has changed. And why I bring that up is it's so important to always recognize the people that have come before you. And why I say that is... I would not be who I am without the incredible women that took me in their into their lives under their wings and really like 
was like, this is how you can live a productive and beautiful and successful life. And I give that to all the push girls. Mm -hmm. Being on that show, I have chills. Like meeting Ati, meeting Tiffany, Mia, Angela, like they literally changed my entire life. And being able to meet incredible women that are already on their journey, that had the time and the capacity and the love and the want to take someone like me into their life and teach me all the ways just to like be able to wear heels, just to be able how to get dressed, how to go to the bathroom, how to curl your hair and be sexy and be fun. It changes you. I got that guidance so early on into my injury, into my like transition into this like new life that I wanted to be that person for other people. So that being said, joining the team and then like starting my own, it just that like really changed me, you know? Can we pause there just for one second? Because I think that's such an important point and the Ati angels of our past like that's my generation right yeah. like Ati I was hanging out with all those girls back in those days and she was paving the way that whole yeah. crew was paving the way for dance and she had to really claw her way through back then like that wasn't necessarily as received broadly as it is becoming now can you just explain the push girls really quick and that yeah. movement so the listeners that don't know what that is know what it is yeah, so uh, the Push Girls was a the first reality show about women in wheelchairs. I was one of the cast members. It was about the four, you know, main girls, and then I was like their little newly injured young. I was like 18, 19 years old at the time, a year and a half injured, and they were teaching me how to live a life. They talked about sex. They talked about dating. They talked about independence. They talked about so many different things that were taboo. And I really feel like Ati with dance, like she really is the person, the pioneer, the woman that created a space for wheelchair dancing and lighted this fire of like what we could do. Same with all the push girls. They really broke down those barriers of being, no, we're sexy. We're hot. I don't give a F. They broke down those walls. And so all the girls that and people that don't know what push girls is, I want to say like, do your research because yeah. like they really turned our industry into what it is today. And all the women, all the men that are on social media and killing it, it's because it's that trickle down effect. I personally feel they started it and everyone that they have met, it's just spread. Like everyone is now doing what they're doing because they were inspired by someone that met someone that, and that's just how this industry works. And anyways, Push Girls literally changed my life and changed me as a person. I love it. I'm so happy that you mentioned all that. That's it's so it's so beautiful. And it's such a testimonial to Ati and her legacy and all of that. So let's explain what the rollouts are, what your organization does. So we can kind of paint some picture around that too, for anyone that wants to get involved and understand all the magic you're creating there. The rollouts are a wheelchair dance team based here in Los Angeles. I started it 2012. And I started it purely because I wanted a friend. And it's turned into the most amazing group of women. Girls have come and gone. We have girls that are part of the team that have left, that come back, that have left. It's really just a space for girls to travel and dance and have a home. It's such a movement. It's so and it's so positive. Thank you. It's it's really cool. Like every single girl that has come into the Rolettes team has really made it what it is. Like I tell everyone, it takes a village. Yes, I started it. Yes, I am like the face of it in a some way. 
But I couldn't do what I do without Connor. Connor runs all the social media. I couldn't do what I do without Josie. She's writing all the skits. I ha- We have a team of people that make it what it is. And it's not just mine anymore. And that's what's so beautiful about it. Like, I want the team of girls that we have that are part of Roulette's to really feel like it's theirs. And because of the platform I had with Push Girls, I was able to reach out to people and be like, want to come hang out? And six girls flew into Monterey, California and stayed at my house literally slept on my couch, slept on the floor. And that's how this all started. And so that has now turned into what we call the Rolex experience, which is our women's empowerment weekend for women and girls with disabilities. It has grown from the seven of us back in 2012 to now over 250 women and children from 14 different countries. And it's crazy to say this out loud, but it's now the largest women's empowerment weekend in the world for women and children with disabilities. Anyways, there's dance classes, yes, that's a given, but then there's panels, there's seminars, there's a pool party, there's a makeup class, there's workout class, yoga, meditation, kids class. You came in and spoke to all of our kids and teens. This is a perfect time to take a quick break. You are listening to Pushing Forward with Alicia and we will be right back. If you're an employer looking to motivate and inspire your team through the power of diversity and inclusion and learn more about disability inclusion in the workplace and how to include disability into your DEI efforts, please check out my keynote speech offerings on aliciaanderson.com. That's A-L-Y-C-I-A Anderson with an O.com. Click on speaking. Welcome back to Pushing Forward with Alicia. I'm Alicia Anderson. Chelsea Hill is here. She's the CEO and founder of the Rolettes. I want Rolettes Experience to be the place that women and children know they can come to and be like, I'm at home. You roll into the room and everyone's at eye level, but also like we want more types of disabilities, not just wheelchair users. I want girls and women with all kinds of disabilities to come in. I want this to be the space that they come to every year for networking, for hangouts, for educational seminars. That's what I want for our community. So what I think is really amazing and that I experienced firsthand was I had one girl approach me like very shy. And she said, I just watched your TED talk and I want to be a speaker, you know? And I'm like, so I felt included in that too, you know? And it was like one of the most amazing experiences of my personal life. And that's the impact is the belief that things, anything is possible if these girls are willing to just go for it and try. And it's so powerful and beautiful. And I'm like, so literally have chills listening to that. And they believe Whatever they want to do, they can do because they see you and your group and the community around you unapologetically being who each of you, we are, which I think is so powerful. And I think where that all really stems from, honestly, is for me, I know I feel like I was very privileged and honored to be able to be taken in by the push girls that not everyone who becomes paralyzed or becomes diagnosed with someone or is, you know, disabled since birth has that opportunity. And so because I feel like I was so blessed that I had that interaction that led to push girls that that if I had that, if I can create a space. Oh, just a ballroom for women with disabilities to come to that maybe someone else would touch someone else's heart. And just like you did, you came in, 
did your thing, spoke uh, everything that you speak about. You touched all of those teens' lives in a way that they probably never experienced. And the people that come to Rolette's Experience make it what it is every year. Every year is so incredibly different. Every speaker like yourself, every panelist, every dance teacher that comes, they make it so incredibly unique that like one year will be completely different than the next. One of my stories out of like my three top one was a girl that came to me and she goes, Chelsea, I have been, I've had this chronic illness for a very long time and I have never met someone else with the same diagnosis until today. And she starts crying and she goes, I finally met someone with the same diagnosis and get this. She lives in the same state as me. She's Mm -hmm. like, I finally feel like I've been seen. I've been heard that. I finally feel like I get it. That's what this is about. If I don't go on Rolette's experience stage next year, I will die a happy person because I know that that event it can stand alone on its own because it's so incredibly needed. That same thing happened to me. And I never meet anyone that has my same disability. And a girl approached me and she's like, do you have sacral agenesis? And I was like, yes. And she's like, we look alike. And I was like, we do look alike. That was an amazing experience for me as an adult too. Like, wow. Okay. We're going to leave all of the information about Rolette's Boundless Babe Society, which is another (laughs) umbrella of Rolette's that is, I don't know if you want to Just explain that really quick. Yeah. yeah. From 2012 to 2019, everyone was like, hey, I want more. I want more connection. I want more community. And then end of 2019, Bria, our COO, Bria and I, who's one of my best friends, I was like, how do we give more to our attendees? How do we give more to this community? And she and I talked about it and we're like, let's start a Boundless Babe Society, like a mentorship program, a, a society, a sisterhood that's virtual. Get this, we launched it in 2020 of January of 2020 and March of 2020, we all, it was locked down. So we started this program, luckily at the most amazing time that people were all wanting to be on Zoom and it turned in this beautiful mentorship program with girls all over the world. So we have girls that all diagnosis. And they get videos from me, they get, you know, Zoom one-on-one calls, they get to work with a mentor, and it's purely just to elevate and empower our community, our sisterhood of women to go to the next level, to be able to feel like it's not just one event a year that they go to, they can have support and communication and networking throughout the year and build relationships with other women just like them. So then when they do go to Rolette's Experience, they already have friends. It's really beautiful. And we also have a teen society as well that you've come in and speak. You've, you've you know, heard about, but you've spoke at our adult Boundless Babe Society um, Zooms. And it's just amazing. And we have all the info on the website as well. But it's been a really cool, like, secret society kind of thing that is all on Zoom. I love it. You are one of the most body positive women that I know. It's just you exude it. And where does that come from? I'm going to be honest with you, girl. I have no idea. I think the way that I can exude like sexiness is through my dancing. I can go out on a dance floor and I can become whoever I want. And I think that's the beauty of dance. And that's what dance has given me. I can become and translate and leave it on the dance floor, leave it in the video. I It goes back to like, how you're programmed, I think, in the beginning. For me, I saw all the push girls. Like I saw people around me that were just so sexy and just embodied it. I hated showing how small my legs were because that was new for me. You know, I did not like to wear skirts. 
then I was around other people that were wearing skirts and dresses and shorts. And I was like, they look confident. Well, I mean, they look good. Like they look great. And then I started to think, doesn't matter what other people think. They feel good. And that's, that's what makes them happy. And I was like, well, I want to do, okay, fine. I'll wear, I'll wear a cute skirt. And then I started taking photos and I started seeing myself. And I just, one day, I think I was like, F it. I look hot and I'm going to wear whatever makes me happy. And I'm glad that you feel like I'm a body positive person because I never really thought of myself like that. I just, I think I've for so long just been like, great. I want to look hot. I want to look sexy. You know, I want my husband to think that I'm sexy. Like I want, I want to feel it. And I, and I dress and I make these videos, not for anyone else, but myself. We deserve to be able to wear whatever we want. And I think there's a lot of girls in the community like Steph Aiello, like Brie Scalise, that really embody that as well, that inspire me as a woman with a disability as well. You're inspiring women with, dis- with disabilities or without disabilities, probably everyone, men too, that it's okay to be who you are and not be ashamed of one single solitary piece of it, no matter what shape, size, color, race, ability, check off the women empowerment goal that you have with your platform and, and all of it. And now you're finding yourself in stages with professional dancers and dance with the stars dancer. Girl, it's crazy. Honestly, if, if I was to roll into my hospital bed at the age of 17 as the future and be like, you're going to be great. You're going to do big things. You're going to be on big stages. You're going to go on tour. You're going to, you know, perform internationally. Like I could never imagine what my life would be like today. I will say if I didn't surround myself around people that were positive, people that were that want to go after their goals, other able-bodied women that are dancers that exude sexiness like Bryn Nicole and Cedric and Phil Wright and people that are just going for it. Like I, what has changed me is surrounding yourself around people that are always doing more, always know more than you because it's always going to push you. Brynn Nicole pushes me out of my comfort zone when it comes to sexiness. Girl, I'm like, okay, I want to wear something sexy. I don't, I don't know what to wear, but I'm like, I want to. And then I see myself in the video. I'm like, okay, I look good. It gives me that boost of confidence. It's because I surround myself around people that are different than me. And I think that is the key. If you surround yourself around people that are the same as you, that are doing the same things, you're never going to grow. You're going to just stay the same. You've just plateaued. So if you surround yourself around people that push you out of your comfort zone, girl, all the doors open. You know, I think I'm at the point and I never thought like that 17 year old girl never would have thought that these words would have come out of my mouth, but I am living the best life I could right now with my disability. And I wouldn't change a thing. I'm so sad for what I went through, but it has made me this strong, independent, confident woman. I am today, businesswoman, CEO, mother, wife, But I hope that people that are listening, people that watch you and I look at and focus on all the things that we can do. I mean, you're traveling around speaking for the most incredible companies as a woman with a disability. You are changing the industry from the inside out. That to me is incredible. I have chills. That is incredibly powerful. And kudos to you. There's so many things to be grateful for. For us with disabilities, there's a lot of things we have to change. Yes, I 100%. But there's a lot of things 
in today, in 2023, that we can be incredibly thankful for that I'm sure you know, like it has changed completely. I'm so happy that somehow I've had an opportunity to experience it and be a part of it. And I'm just so happy that we're friends and that you're in my life. And um, I'm so proud of you. I know I always say that, but I'm like so freaking proud of everything that you've accomplished. And thank you. So as we, I'm going to wrap up, do we miss anything? What's happening next year? Like what's your bucket list? Oh man. Bucket list for me is, um, career wise. I would love to be on dancing with the stars. I don't know if that's something, you know, I really got to figure out what the next step is with Rolex experience. I really want to take it to the next level. And I really got to just like knuckle down and I want to figure out what the best way to open up Rolette's experience to all women with disabilities. And I really want to grow Boundless Babe Society. I really want that mentorship program to be the best it can be. I really am so incredibly passionate about empowering our community to go after their dreams because not a lot of people have those people around them. So Dance with the Stars is definitely happening. Like that's a... It's so beautiful. You know, Victoria Arlen was on and she uses a wheelchair and, you know, she really helped represent our community. And I think it's time for a few, a full time wheelchair user to be on the show. And I'm hoping that that's me, but who knows, you know, either way, whoever that is one day, I'm going to be so incredibly happy for them because it's needed no matter who it is. So yeah, Yeah, that would be you. I like to end the show. I'm going to kind of catch you off guard right now. We do a pushing forward moment in the end to kind of inspire. Is there a motto or is there something that you live by that you could gift away to our audience as a pushing forward moment? I'm going to take it to something that my dad has always told me. There's always a positive in every negative. And I think if you can focus on what the positive is in any situation you're going through in life, that is gonna help push you forward and keep you focused. That is an excellent pushing forward moment. Thank you so much. Chelsea, thank you so much. Of course, of course. And thank you to all of our listeners for showing up every single week. I see you and I appreciate you. Our community is growing fast and I'm just so grateful for that. This has been Pushing Forward with Alicia, and that is how Chelsea and I roll. We'll see you next time. If you're an employer looking to motivate and inspire your team through the power of diversity and inclusion and learn more about disability inclusion in the workplace and how to include disability into your DEI efforts, please check out my keynote speech offerings on aliciaanderson.com. That's A-L-Y-C-I-A Anderson with an O dot com. Click on speaking.